murderers decoding the crime verse. Nine one one, what's your emergency? It's 8.52 here in New York. I'm Brian Gumble. We understand that there has been a plane crash on the uh, southern tip of Manhattan. You're looking at the uh, World Trade Center. We understand that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. We don't know anything more than that. We don't know if it was a commercial aircraft. We don't know if it was a private aircraft. We have no idea. So you have no idea right, right oh, now? Oh, there's another one. Another plane just hit. <gasps> Right. Oh, oh my God! Another plane has just hit. It hit another building. Oh. Flew right into the middle of it. Explosion. What is up? What is happening? You are tuned into another episode. Very sad episode <laughs> <laughs> of decoding the crime verse. I am Nolzi Lee and I'm Danny. And today, if you've just seen numbers and you don't know what those listen, numbers mean, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Whoever human being does not know what those numbers mean. At this point, we don't know what to say to you. Because Please go back to school. I like first grade. Like, please. If you've never heard of 9-11 in your entire life, I will give you a brief summary. On September the 11th, 2001, 19 militant associates with the Islamic extremist group Al-Qaeda hijacked four planes and carried out suicide attacks um, against targets in the United States. Two of the planes were flown into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. A third plane hit the Pentagon just outside Washington, D.C., and the fourth plane crashed in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Almost 3,000 people were killed during the 9-11 terrorist attacks, um, which triggered major U.S. initiatives to combat terrorism and defined the presidency of George W. Yes, so obviously we've actually chosen this topic because of what's currently going on in Afghanistan. Yeah. Again, if you don't know, just turn the news on. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's pretty clear <laughs> because um, this kind of has led to what is happening in Afghanistan at yeah. the moment. And I was not alive when they went down. I was alive with her. <laughs> I was still in my mother's womb. I was not born yet, so I do not remember said event. But I there's a five. there's a song that actually starts off saying, "Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day?" And I promise you, you can ask most adults. Yeah. Where were you? On 9-11. And, and they will tell, tell you the yeah. exact moment they found out. Yeah. Like it's, it's like the same thing. My mom said there was only ever been two events like this in her whole lifetime. Was 9-11 and Diana's death. Yeah. So she can remember it so clearly where she was. And I think my mom said she was at a hairdresser. And they put the news on or something like that. Yeah. And she saw 9-11. I mean how crazy. Yeah. Like that's insane. So we're going to give you a brief summary of what happened that day. It is a tragic story. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't. I've been to the memorials in the United States and it's, guys, it just breaks my heart. <laughs> so, it has been ni over 19 years since the 9-11 attacks, terror attacks, when 19 Al-Qaeda militants hijacked four planes and carried out suicide attacks against the United States, becoming the deadliest terror attacks in U.S. history. It was a usual Tuesday morning on September 11, 2001 at the bustling financial district of Lower Manhattan in New York City, the calm before the storm. 
At 8.46 a.m. Eastern Time, American Airlines Flight 11, traveling from Boston to Los Angeles, struck the North Tower of the World Trade Center, leaving a gaping burning hole on the 88th floor of the 110-story skyscraper, instantly killing hundreds of people and injuring many more. TV cameras broadcasted live visuals of what seemed to be a freak accident at the time. 17 minutes later at 9.03 a.m. Eastern Time, a second Boeing 767 United Airlines Flight 175 appeared out of the sky and sliced into the the South Tower near the 60th floor, which was followed by a massive explosion. Sharp burning debris fell onto the streets and over onto surrounding buildings. It became clear that America was under attack. At 9.37 a.m. Eastern Time, American Airlines Flight 77 circled over downtown Washington, D.C. before crashing into the west side of the Pentagon. The Boeing 757 created a devastating inferno, demolishing a portion of the giant concrete building, which is the headquarters of U.S. defense. At 9.59 a.m. Eastern Time, the south side of the World Trade Center collapsed in approximately 10 seconds. At 10.03 a.m. Eastern Time, United Airlines Flight 93, traveling from Newark, New Jersey to San Francisco, crashed in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. At 10.28 a.m. Eastern Time, the second World Trade Center building collapsed. The time between the first attack and the collapse of both World Trade Center towers was 102 minutes. The crashes at the World Trade Center killed 2,753 people. The Pentagon crash led to the death of 184, and 40 passengers and crew members died in the Pennsylvania crash, bringing the total of victims to 2,977 who were killed in the four attacks. The attacks were orchestrated by Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. They were allegedly acting in retaliation for America's support to Israel, its involvement in the Persian Gulf War, and its continued military presence in the Middle East. I am a conspiracy theorist. Again. (laughs) You know what? You know, like, my theories make sense. That's why um, Danielle always welcomes my my theories um, into... I've seen... Parts of the building. And when you've seen parts of the building, you can understand why the building collapsed. Well, I've watched videos. <laughs> you know what? She can't talk. She has not seen all the evidence. She must okay, have with her story. But I've done extensive research on this talk. Like, this literally gripped a good two years of my life. And I did extensive research. That's sad. And I can... It, it really, it, it really like, is sad. Can I please send you my involvement in crime when I'm really interested? And I, I literally can see how that looks exactly like a demolished building. Because when the plane went in, there was damage. Too high up. Yes. Because and think about people it. People on the ground no, no, no. heard multiple yes, explosions around the building. It. Sort of no, like when they no, demolished no, the building. No, listen buildings. to me. What happens if the plane goes in, it's going to hit like a whole bunch of the gas lines, the, the electricity. That's going to have effect. That's going to cause more explosions. Okay makes sense and think about no. it if you know what, <laughs> not. the pentagon you know what? did not go down listen to me no because i've got facts about the pentagon actually but the pentagon is a flat building there was no floors to fall on top of each other if this roof collapsed okay 
and hit this roof, it's going to collapse, and it's going to collapse, and it's a domino effect. Yes, but that wouldn't have been a singular collapsing going down. Yes, it like would a have been. Building. It would not have. Okay, you know, that thing would have went that way. <laughs> like that. Let I know you can't see my arms. <laughs> I know you can't see my arms. Let her have her fantasies. It would have fallen okay. down. Interesting Strut. fact about the Pentagon. So the Pentagon have special windows. They're green windows. So they don't allow sound in or sight in. So if you're standing outside the Pentagon, which is absolutely massive, the, the gym in the Pentagon is the size of three White Houses. What? That's how big the Pentagon is, okay? So these green windows are so strong that after the fire and that was cleared, when they were rebuilding, they just picked the windows up and put them back in. <laughs> they didn't shatter. They could pick the window up and we're like that's gang saving money we can just put the windows <laughs> back in but when that's the plane crashed gang. into the pentagon they actually just because it's, it's the the headquarters of the military base yeah. um, defense in the u.s so what they did they sectioned off that part and everyone else had to carry on working because they were under attack i'd be like listen boss i know you don't love your <laughs> I'm life going <laughs> I love mine. <laughs> no, they, they, they literally, they caught, they caught it off and time. they left. They, they were like, keep working, we are under attack. And everyone had to carry on working while firefighters were like trying to put out the fire. But can you imagine, you've just seen two planes hit. This is the third plane. You're hearing about a fourth plane. Well, you don't know if there's thing, more Because what happened was the first plane, it was it looked like an accident. Yeah. It wasn't because then people were... It wasn't until that second plane hit where everyone was like, oh something's my days, yeah. something's happening. And then the third plane hit and then they realized about the fourth plane and they could tell it was flying too low for what it was supposed to be. So then they, they shot that plane down because it was actually on its way to the White House. However, actually, George Bush wasn't in the White House at the time. He was in Florida. Very suspicious. And can I please tell you, a few minutes before the plane hit the 1911 building, you see someone whispering in his ear. He nods and then he walks out of the place where he was. So, like, can you please tell me that guy is evil? Like, I can believe anything about that guy. And America always finds reasons to invade. And that was the reason to invade. They're like, we're going to cause a massive strike on america so they'll back us when we go when my father comes after you for the when show don't go. blame me <laughs> okay wait can i just put out a disclaimer no the person on this show is not the same person that goes outside <laughs> it's a just that double can i please tell you that i mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the same one that believes the queen was on the freaking motorbike that killed diana i'm telling you that lady one day will send me a letter going how did you know <laughs> It's going to be a beautiful handwritten note arrives, with I've poison probably. because I have to die after she tells me. You know what, Lurleen? It's fine. So let's look before <laughs> this gets too much because I might just strangle her sitting next to me. So before, let's carry on. We're going to look at how it was orchestrated and how it was, well, how 9-11 came to be. So... Obviously, we, I think most people know that the attacks were organized by the Islamic organization. <coughs> Sorry, I just... Okay, you know what? <laughs> if next week I'm doing the show, no, show alone, you know why. I'm just saying. I literally just had something in my throat. You, you know, it's fine. I'll find I it. I will replace you. I have options for co-hosts. I'll just replace Sorry you. Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Hmm? Sorry, what? Who's... Sorry, what? Name them. Sorry, what? Name. Sorry, what? So... <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, they were under... Um, um, bin Laden um, and the US <coughs> supposedly 
Nolene, I'm going to kick you out of the studio. You can come back next week. No, I just want to add flavor can to Can we just your... give them the, the, the facts? Okay. They can decide for themselves. We all know facts are proven to be true. Give them the facts, inverted commas. You know what? <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Years prior to the attacks, okay, Bin Laden became increasingly convinced that America was weak. So they were. Um, he actually quoted that the United States was a paper tiger. And he believed that because um, America was doing something in Lebanon and pulled out. So Bin Laden believed that they were weak because of their withdrawal. Um, after they were offended. Mm-hmm. After um, some, there was a bombing at their marine barracks and then they pulled out. Okay. And so basically they then now op- um, orchestrated these 9-11 attacks. Mm. And so basically how, my, um, how I can explain it was that the leader of the group well, Al-Qaeda was Bin Laden, but then he had his, like, person who organized everything. And his name Which was... Which was George Khalid. W. Bush. You know what? Khalid! <laughs> <laughs> Khalid, I can't say the second name, Muhammad, okay? And they all used, they just called him KSM. So I'm going to call him KSM. What is the second name, Bush? Oh, it's Sheik. 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 You want to fight me? Khalid Sheik. I will fight you now. <laughs> right now. Come here with your stuff. Can I please tell you that I did not know that the show was going to go like this. I thought we were in agreement no. until we sat she down. She thought I was, was in agreement <laughs> with the Queen as well. Me totally t- like, didn't happen. I anyway, so KSM, I'm going to call him KSM because that's just going to be make my life a whole bunch easier. So yeah. he became a very active in this brotherhood when he was about 16 years old. He even went to the United States to attend college and he even got a degree in 1986 afterward he traveled to pakistan and then afghanistan when he joined the jihad um against the fight uh, um against the soviet union because at that time cold war um the soviets were trying to take over afghanistan so america was fighting against them ironically though america funded money into these rebel groups and those rebel groups are now the (coughs) taliban (coughs) but that wasn't under bush (coughs) (coughs) <coughs> okay, Nadine, I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> it's fine. I'll do the show by myself. So America funded these groups. Yeah, it wasn't Bush, but anyway. And so basically they just uh, came back to bite them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then KSM apparently, according to the journalist, he'd been wanting to blow up planes during the n- mid-1990s, but had failed... Um, on several attempts and in 1996 he met bin laden in afghanistan okay and he then proposed this operation of training these pilots to crash planes into buildings in the united states okay he yes nolene we are giving this man too much credit but let us carry okay, on no giving case so he basically he he dreamed of this hijacking the planes and Al-Qaeda would provide the personnel, the money, the logistics, the support and um, it needed to execute the operations. Okay, And then Bin Laden wove their attacks into New York and Washington and he provided kind of this um, strategic framework because they, what they called the United States was the far enemy. And they wanted to bring their regime into the Middle East and they thought that would be possible by taking Can I America. ask you a question? Yes. Of all the events that have happened in America, and we've never gotten this much extensive detail from anybody, 
how come in this one event do we have details of this man's dreams? <laughs> we know when because he they tortured him. How, mm, they tortured him in Cuba. Or was he just the scapegoat for all of this? Because they needed an answer. Sorry, Danielle, we have done FBI, CIA things where nothing has been clear. Yeah, I've but never this seen such a clear a, picture This wasn't in just my America life. that was... This, Cuba also got involved. Okay. You know what? It's fine. Okay. <laughs> and wha- well, the scariest thing was uh, with 9-11 was that it showed how much of a reach that this group had. Because what they would do, they trained the pilots... Um, um, well, they would meet in Malaysia, okay? They would have flight lessons in the United States. They would also have, like, meetings in um, Germany. They had money from Dubai, okay? And they recruited a whole bunch of the suicide operatives from countries all over the Middle East. So, basically, they had pooled resources from all over the world to put this plan together. Because, think about it, then it's hard to track. You can't really then keep... I remember... Because then the, the operatives moved to America years, years before the attacks. Because they couldn't just be random people who just showed up. They were even in the phone book. They'd lived there so long. I mean, this plan had been going on for years. I believe it. I believe that it had been going on for years. Okay. And key parts of the planning took place in Hamburg. Didn't know that was a place. <laughs> um, apparently, it's in Germany. <laughs> and basically, most of the key pilots and the planners were part of this thing called the Hamburg Cell. Okay. Including the lead hijacker. Um, and they met accidentally on a train in Germany in 1990. And they started uh, talking about fighting for jihad in the Russian Republic of I have no clue how to say that country's name. Would you like to try? Chechnya. 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 Yeah, basically. (laughs) And what they did is they then put um, among that group was a Al Qaeda operative, and he then they got it. They got into contact, and they realized that Chechnya wasn't gonna be effective, and so they they were like, okay, go to Afghanistan. There's this group there. Maybe we can make up a plan or whatever, whatever. And they did. They went to Afghanistan. And they, this is where they were like, oh, people with the same idea. Let's go. And they, This is just seeming all coincidental that there's so many people with the same Have you never read idea. the thing, Strangers on a Train? Listen, I have. But what I'm trying to say is these people are trained to firstly die for what they believe in. But secondly, to die with their secrets. I'm pretty sure this guy would have been like, torture me all you want. Because they taught that. That's why they're able to become suicide bombers and okay, stuff. Okay, but when you torture... Now he's telling tortured, all the okay, details. No, no. Tortured for 18 years of your life. Nah. Listen, the, I mean, honestly, this was one of the biggest attacks in history. Okay? And so I'm not surprised there's so much information. Because the amount of resources, the amount of investigation that went into trying to find out what happened here. I'm not surprised we have so much. I mean, we have loads of information on World War One and World War II. I'm not surprised. There are some events where it's sketchy. It is sketchy. Very sketchy. But I don't know. I feel like this was... A, I mean, this is a huge event in history. This I tra- feel like this it's tra- a huge this covered up event when you go history. to TSA, they will often think, yeah, guys, I've been searched at TSA. It's the scariest experience of my life. 
I you don't have anything on you. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, what if I have drugs? But I don't have drugs. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is coming up in my brain? Anyway, so they went to Afghanistan. They got in touch with Bin Laden and they started to plan 9-11. Okay. Most of the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia and they would travel in small groups to get their flight training and they would use codes to speak to each other, okay? An example would be the first semester commences in three weeks, 19 certificates for private education and four exams. The, this referred to the 19 certificates was code for 19 hijackers and the four exams identified large targets of attack, okay? There was also one that was sent on August 29th, 2001, which is two sticks, a dash, and a cake with a stick down. What is it? This meant that it was the, the attack would be in two weeks, the two sticks meaning 11, and the cake with a, with a stick down is a 9. So if you put that together in two weeks on the 9th of September, and then that gave the date for the attacks. Okay, and then on... Um, um, bin Laden was because you see Bin Laden wasn't actually orchestrating it he was the person who was like okay I need you to do this do it yeah so he was only actually told later on he was only told like in September oh, by the way <laughs> the attacks are happening this month he was like like um, the president telling the general go and do this I mean the president's just given the order the, and then this KSM guy he was the one who then planned it all and got it all organized apparently <coughs> you know what <laughs> okay so that was how it all happened so th i mean they they received flight training i mean i at the twin towers um they've got it's now ground zero um at that museum they've got like phone calls of passengers on the plane and saying Same. goodbye to their families because mm. they realized what was happening yeah and and like for example phone calls from people in the burning building because they couldn't get down yeah Especially if they were above where the plane had hit. I mean, there was absolutely no way out. And so it's absolutely heartbreaking. And they have a picture of every single person who died in the attacks. And at the Pentagon, they have the most beautiful thing. So at the angle the plane crashed into the Pentagon yeah. is, a, is a fountain for every single person who died with their name. Oh. The, I think the youngest was three. And every day at whatever time the plane crashes the Pentagon, the water stops for a minute and there's just silence. And it's it's like you I can't I've never wanted to get out of a place more. It's so emotional. You yeah. just I mean you look at this stuff and there's like wallets and keys and yeah. there's fire trucks that are destroyed because the building collapsed or whatever, whatever, and then there's like these voice messages and it's just like it was so much I was like I need to leave yeah. I actually asked to leave and I'm not normally like that yeah I was like I can't take this in I was like absolutely absolutely not and there have been huge um effects because of 9-11 like I said you travel on an airplane yeah. now it's like you're going through I don't even know airplane the worst is in Dubai it is so scary to go through TSA in Dubai I have never <laughs> but anything Dubai is like so strict No, the woman calls me out the line She goes, we're going to search you So they take me to this room They take your clothes oh, Sorry, what? Then they take a cotton swab thing They're testing for drugs I'm thinking, Lord, please <laughs> I'm standing there Did they like, look I'm at you sorry, and I'm Did you sorry. have the drug eyes or the I drug smile? <laughs> I don't know It was absolutely terrifying I hated it And the lady's not nice at all And she just looks at you with this face And I'm like 
She's like, you go in a jail. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, never again. <laughs> so, obviously, America responded to this attack because act, it was an act of war, basically. Yeah. So, President George um, W. Bush returned to the White House at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. At 9 p.m., he <laughs> delivered a televised address from the Oval Office declaring, terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. Okay. Then, under the Operation Enduring Freedom, there was an American-led international effort to oust the Taliban and this regime regime in Afghanistan and destroy bin Laden's terrorist network. And it began on October 7th, okay? Within two months, the U.S. forces had effectively removed the Taliban from operational power, but the war continued um, to, to try to keep them out of power um, because the Taliban then kind of went, they set up base in Pakistan and Pakistan was then helping um, with weapons and funding and to carry on this fight okay and Osama bin Laden um, was only captured on May 2nd 2011 and was killed by US forces in his hideout in Pakistan and then on June 2011 um, President Barack Obama announced that he was going to do withdrawals from Afghanistan but it only set in on August 2021 and guess what go turn the news on and you will see now what is happening since the americans Pick. have drawn out because yeah. the taliban have taken over <laughs> kabul which is the capital of afghanistan yeah and it is a mess i mean there is huge refugee crisis yeah. there is a huge humanitarian crisis i yeah. mean i know they're knocking on doors and if you are over the age of 12 and a female and not married they sell you into sex slavery so i mean it's a mess um yeah. a huge we would mess. be sold I would. We like legit. I legit. Are you married? No. I be gone. <laughs> Over twelve gone. <laughs> no, hectic. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's actually quite heartbreaking if you see the yeah. pictures of like the planes and all the people trying to flee. Yeah, I'd also be gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have caught me out there. Um, I know there was an, a post today on the on CNN that said it's Biden's worst day of presidency. Yeah, today or yesterday. Um. Yeah, so it's it will be interesting to see how this situation continues. Obviously, I hope there's not many casualties and stuff like that. But I mean, this all basically started with the 9/11 attacks because after that, America got involved, and well, they've basically been fighting for 20 years in Afghanistan. Yeah, now they've pulled out. So yeah, okay. Also, after 9-11, the Department of Homeland Security was created. So, um, there was the Homeland Security Act of 2002, which created the Department of Homeland Security, which is basically they are tasked with preventing terror attacks, border security, immigration, and customs and disaster relief. So, for example, often when there's been like a terrorist attack, if you've watched a cop show or whatever, they'll call in Homeland Security and stuff like that. So, that's their job is to keep America safe from i think tsa is part of homeland security all the people at the airport yeah the american tsa is also very scary if you're traveling in a in like a group they'll separate you and then they'll ask you questions 
to make sure you give the same answers. How long are you here for? What are you planning to do? I've watched what shows I that like, show ah, that I'm it like, was hey, so it's scary, guys. <laughs> and you've just gotten off like a 19-hour flight and you're like, what? Sorry. <laughs> I'm here for two years. <laughs> I came to come and work in America. <laughs> Okay, um, they also then obviously started uh, investigating what led up to September 11th and the 9-11 Commission report was released on July 22nd, 2004 and this um, named KSM as the mastermind who orchestrated and basically was the architect of these attacks and that Bin Laden was obviously the, the leader of the group. Okay, um, we said that KSM was yeah. captured in 2003 and then they tortured him um, including like waterboarding and stuff like that for years to try and get answers from him, which received international attention, obviously. Yeah. And then on August 2019, a court judge in Cuba set a trial date um, and it was supposed to take place, but then COVID happened. Mm. So it hasn't taken place <laughs> yet. Hey, there was also obviously an economic effect. So... 9-11 had a huge effect on the U.S. economy. Yeah. I mean, Wall Street institutions, including the New York Stock Exchange, <laughs> it was bad. It yeah. wasn't great. I mean, on the first day, the trading market fell by 7.1%. I don't know stocks. Apparently, that's bad. It's bad. I'll take their word for it. Mm -hmm. um, New York lost 143,000 jobs and $2.3 billion in just the first three months after the attack. Okay? And it was the heaviest loss... Um, was in finance and air transportation because now no one wanted to get on a plane. Yeah. No, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not going. I'm not going, going on going. a plane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the cost to fix the damage of the World Trade Center, which is now ground zero, was $60 billion. And the cost to clean up the debris was $750 million. Yeah. And if you go to ground zero now, so the perimeter of each tower, they've built like a fountain and the fountain goes into the ground and then around the perimeter is like, I think it's granite if I'm not mistaken. And then every person who was there's names carved and often people come put like roses in the yeah. name and stuff like that. And underneath is like a museum because they didn't want to build anything over it. Yeah. They were like, no, we're going to respect the people who, who died here. Um, it's very sombering. It's a very emotional. There's one, when you walk into the museum, there's like this art piece with all different shades of blue. And it says, I can't remember this color of the sky the morning before the attack. Something like that. And I remember reading that and I was sure. like, that's hot. Because obviously after the attack, the sky, I mean, when those buildings collapsed, mm. the smoke, everything was that growing. just, I mean, literally as the buildings collapsed, you just watch people, it looked like a sandstorm yeah. had hit, like, cause people were just running yeah. from this huge cloud of smoke. Um, and apparently when the plane hit, you could just feel the ground of New York shaking because mm. of such an impact. So yes, I mean, they've got lots of memorial for the people. They've, like I said, they have one at the Pentagon and then they even have a room in the Pentagon where you can write like a message to be like, Thoughts and prayers, rest in peace. It's like a little note, yeah. notepad thing there. Um, but I mean, like I said, it's probably one of the most devastating attacks in history because I think the amount of civilians. Yeah. I mean, it's not like war where you've sent soldiers off. These are people who, they were at work or on a plane going to their holiday destination. Yeah. And that's the, the last, no, yeah, it's, but we thought it was quite um, 
not um well topical considering what's happening in Afghanistan yeah. at the moment. But yeah, that is 9/11 and hopefully if you didn't know what those numbers mean now that now you do. And hopefully if you didn't believe in the conspiracies now you know you what? Do. No, no, no conspiracies. No wonder she's an alien. I'm just saying. I'm it's just after saying. six whole questions. Yeah. yeah. Very accurate. <laughs> but I think that's all for this week. Um yeah. You've got any last words with your conspiracy nonsense? Okay, so this is to George Bush. Please tell us the truth. Right, George Bush still alive. Yeah, both Bush people are don't alive. like him though. I've been to his president museum. In fact, I wrote him a letter. What did you say? We why were, did you kill oh, all no, of no, those no, people no. in you know 9/11? We were on a school trip in Dallas, and we went to the George Bush because each pre- each president gets to build a museum about yeah. their presidency. So we went there and then we wrote a letter from our school to him and then the the museum staff gave it to him. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I'm not anyway, gonna lie. Mr. Bush, this is my letter to you. Please tell me the truth. Like you can literally just send me. I won't tell anyone, even though I already know. And then obviously to the Queen, you understand the connections. Please just all you have to do is tell me. I won't tell Danielle because she's not a believer. In my theories. Before you die. They're not just theories, they're nonsense. These, oh, she doesn't believe my facts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, I think that's all. Before Nolene carries on for the next half an hour. <laughs> for another week. No mourners, no funerals. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Dropbox, Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.